got some serious squirrels in her pants. There's squirrels in my pants. Tell me what's making you jump like that. Inside your pee, squirrels in my pants. Ain't got no chickens, ain't got no rats. like me step right up and watch me do it squirrels squirrels that is my song Phineas and Ferb really has some good songs and you know who else has some good songs and they don't get the credit that they deserve chalk zone if you do not know what I'm talking about YouTube it google it figure out how to find it chalk zones music was the shit anyway it is i aquarius birthday january 25th and i would like to apologize for leaving you hanging last week unfortunately my yearly midlife crisis depression has set in which might be also labeled seasonal depression but i'm not sure because it usually happens every year around october but because i was working so damn much september october and november it settled in in december when i have absolutely nothing to do for three weeks so yeah that's my life right now so we're gonna hop right on into the words of wisdom from the universe because i know it can't help me but it might be able to help you and it reads your powers of persuasion are such that you can get whatever it is that your heart desires but make sure it is your heart that is doing the talking because your head could mislead you when mind planet mercury begins its retrograde phase tomorrow like why is mercury always in some damn retrograde like i totally understand the concept of what it is but like damn it's just always mercury like why couldn't it be another planet saturn jupiter uranus mars god damn it earth and if you didn't know it's lasting from december 28th all the way up until january 18th so hold on to your socks 2022 is about to be over y'all we made it we made it through another year of the 20s because lord knows it started off hella rough but with that said, I would like to thank you for still joining me here at As Told by Aquarius. Whether you are new here or you've been here since the beginning, I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't know none of y'all listened. So I appreciate you. And if there's anything or things you would like me to cover and go over going forward into the new year, you know, just drop a line. Homie gonna get to it. Now, it has been a nice long little minute since I have been in the forums and doing Q&A. So that's what we're gonna get to today. First up, it says, we was just about to make a year on the 12th, and I broke up with him because he's petty. He didn't care, though. He didn't reach out. He didn't answer the phone when I called. Nothing. Part of why I broke up with him. Now he's madder than me like a little bitch. We live two minutes away from each other. So today, I saw him, and he saw me. As he drove past, he didn't beep the horn. He didn't stop, nor did call or text me after. Usually, I'm always the one to reach out first and innate fixing the problem. This time, I'm good, though. Do y'all think he gonna reach out or he just gonna let 360 days spent together just burn? Now, from the information you just provided us, young lady, first of all, he should let that shit burn like Usher. Because you childish. My bad. You petty. Just like him. That's probably why whenever y'all had problems, he never initiated trying to fix them in the first place. And if he's so petty already to give you enough reason to break up with him... After the breakup, he's going to be even pettier. And just like the day y'all saw each other and he didn't acknowledge you, I would treat your ass like phytoplankton. You are no longer visible to the naked eye. You can only be seen with a microscope. And don't nobody be walking around with microscopes in their pockets so you don't exist. Next up it says, I've been dating an Aquarius for almost two and a half years. 
Everything was great at first, but then things started to change. He started getting irritated from my calls. He prioritized his friends more than me. He turned into a major narcissist and would insult me whenever we had any arguments. He would also verbally abuse me and mention things that I told him that I feel insecure about. He has a lot of friends who are girls. Like, I don't mind, seriously, since I know some of them, but he has a problem with my male friends. On top of all of that, he cheated on me with his ex. I want to leave, but I just can't. Every time I try to cut him off, he cries and promises not to do these things again. But honestly, I haven't seen a single bit of change in him. It's my first relationship, and I don't want to regret giving up. I really don't know how to get out of this situation. I just want peace. Now, I later found out that this was sent in by a 17-year-old. And it sucks that this is how her first relationship ever is going. I also am very curious to how old the dude is that she's dating. But if at any point you can actually recognize that you are being abused in any way, shape, or form, physically, mentally, or emotionally, especially if you do not share a living situation or a child, you need to leave. No matter how much they beg, no matter how much they whine, no matter how much they cry, no matter how much they claim that you have hurt them. Remember, they have hurt you too and you know this is not how you are supposed to be treated in a relationship and if you know you have worked to adjust yourself to accommodate the person that you are dating and you let them know your grievances and the things that you would like them to adjust and or change within the relationship so you both can be happy however they have never made any adjustment on your behalf don't look at leaving that relationship like you're giving up. Look at it as you're giving in to yourself for deserving more and better than what you are currently receiving. Next up, someone says, I think my February Aquarius man is broken. We've been in a relationship for two and a half years. We've been living together for a year, but now he's become as affectionate and as empty as a cactus in the middle of the desert. We get along great and have fun together, but the affection is almost non-existent. I'm trying to remain faithful because I love him, but I desire and deserve more affection. Hmm, this one is a little tricky and I have 80 million questions. Like how often did y'all see each other while dating before you moved in together? Now, if everything was good to go before they decided to move in with each other, that might be the problem. And what I'm about to say is probably gonna sound real stupid, but he probably didn't expect to see your ass that much. And what I mean by that is, has your existence now become your relationship? Like, do you still go out with your friends just as much as you went out with your friends while you were dating before you moved in? Do you still go do all your personal hobbies and activities just like before you guys moved in together? Because absence does make the heart go fonder and because he gets to see you all day, every day now, <laughs> he might not care about being as squishy, muchy, touchy, feely, affectionate as you still want him to be. Cause maybe in his mind, he's like, she's here now. She's not going anywhere cause we agreed to move in with each other. I don't have to be ultra extra affectionate as much as I used to be because we're gonna see each other every day. So like, it's either that or he really don't want your ass no more. I just didn't want that to be like the answer to the question. However, you could just ask him and he should be able to give you an answer. And if he can't, then you have a whole other problem on your hands, Miss Lady. The next one is another February Aquarius man. Like, what are y'all out here doing to these women? Hmm? So my February Aquarius and I have been seeing each other for a few months, but he's so hard to read. He tells me he doesn't want commitment because he's not ready for that. He's super busy with work. He's a very hardworking man who juggles millions of things at once and is always deep in thought. I'm sorry, I had to pause y'all because in my mind, I'm like, sis, he's not hard to read. He is a haiku, 575, about three sentences on a piece of paper. You are adding phrases, clauses, and extra definitions that don't belong there. Furthermore, he doesn't want 
them there. She further goes on to say, We've had many fights because I have strong feelings for him, but I don't know where his head is at. I have told him many times if he doesn't have feelings for me to just remove me from his life, but he refuses to let me out. He tells me I'm a very elite person and I'm very valuable to him. He gets protective and jealous of any other guys around me. He's always there for me when I need anything, but we don't really hang out. We see each other every two weeks or so. We watch movies and sleep together, but he's never initiating seeing me. It's always me initiating it. If he doesn't have feelings for me, why is he always jealous and protective? And why does he keep me in his life after all the fights and arguments? Normally, he's someone who cuts people off with no remorse. Could there eventually be something more? Should I wait? This whole dilemma reminds me of something that a guy said. And he stated, when I talk to women... They listen, but they don't hear me. And I totally understood what he meant by this. Because sometimes I be on the phone listening to somebody speak and I ain't actually hear shit they said. And this woman is currently living in a state of delusion with this man. Because he told her he don't want any commitment. But just because someone tells you that they don't want a commitment doesn't mean that they're not going to have some form of feeling for you. Whether it's a friend feeling, whether it's an intimate feeling, whether it's a I could actually date your dumb ass feeling. Like when she said he refuses to let me out of his life, like girl, you don't got feet you don't got feet they come in pairs you ain't got them like even if he decides to change his mind later she's internally setting herself up a failure like first of all why are y'all arguing that's like me telling you i want a snickers bar and then you bring me a kit kat and now i'm looking at you sideways and you feel some sort of way talking about but i bought you chocolate no bitch a kit kat and a snicker don't taste the same and it's actually not difficult to look at this man and say you know what i like you i like you a lot more than i intended like i really fuck with you and i appreciate how you fuck with me however you don't want commitment and that is honestly and truly where my heart is so we're just gonna have to be friends from now on and he's gonna respond to that it might not be the way you want but he's definitely gonna respond and somebody called this manipulation and i don't think it is you are more than welcome to correct me if i'm wrong however i feel like it would be manipulation if he never told her what he wanted which was not a commitment as well as letting her believe that at some point they will be in a commitment which i don't think he's doing any of that especially because he don't even hit her up to see her she said they see each other twice a month and she initiates it so my ending statement to her would be girl go outside and start casually dating and to use an old school phrase with a twist Stop putting all your eggs in one basket, especially if it's not the color that you want. You're just using the basket because it's a basket. However, it's not even the color that you want where you feel confident enough to show it off. So go get a basket in the color that you want, put your eggs in it, and live your best life. And now you may be thinking to yourself, well, girl, Aquarius, it's not that easy. Yes, the hell it is. Once you ask yourself this question, why am I making my life so much more difficult for myself? Like society in some way, shape or form is definitely gonna try to play you. A man is gonna try to play you. A woman is gonna try and play you. Your job is gonna try to play you. One of your friends might even try to play you. Like why would you even wanna try and play yourself like that? All you're doing is putting yourself in more internal anguish. And we are too cute for that over here. We are too cute for that. Shit, I don't even look my age. And you know why? Cause I drank a lot of water. I get between six to eight hours of sleep and I decided a long time ago, I'm not gonna put myself through any internal anguish. Like I'm not gonna play myself. I'm not gonna make this more difficult for myself than it already is in existence. Like the most stressful thing I dealt with in 2022 was me dealing with my fractured ankle in the beginning of the year and almost missing my flight to EDC. 
that's it. Like one of my favorite models that I use in life is it wasn't meant. That's what Jesus said. And I know shit will not be easy by any means whatsoever. However, if it is making you lose mental stability, if it is emotionally eating you up and you actually feel that pain in your chest, it wasn't meant for you. And that's what Jesus said. Now, I just like saying the name Jesus. However, if you honor a different God or follow a totally different religion, take Jesus name out and put your God, your spirit or your religious icons in that space. And if you are not religious at all or don't want to keep the phrase in religion, you could put anybody else's name in there. Like it wasn't meant. That's what Sasuke said. It wasn't meant. That's what Miss Frizzle said. It wasn't meant. That's what SpongeBob said. But actually, I think Squidward would probably say it wasn't meant. That's what, yeah, you get what I'm saying though. And with all that being said, let's head into 2023 with the idea of not making our lives more difficult for ourselves than it needs to be. I hope you go into 2023 well-fed, well-rested, and well-hydrated. I hope I have the opportunity to share a midnight kiss with a beautiful stranger. But if I don't, I'll at least be intoxicated either way. Live long and prosper, people. Peace.